0: Welcome to the Remix podcast. I'm your host, Ree, and we are back again. Mario didn't kick me out at the first episode. So we are now going to have a, today's guest, Nadia Mincy. I almost put your maiden name a couple of <laughs> times. Um, I have brought her on because she has bet on herself in a hard way in the last couple of years. As the world was closing down around her, she bet hard. The perfect excuse to wait and do it later, she said, nope, I'm going to go all in. Instead, um, oh, so yeah, I watched her double down, and she's had some great results. So, here is Nadia, a.k.a. Nod. Tell us some about
1: you. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, well, where do I start? So my name is Nadia Mincy. I'm from Sacramento. When Ree and I met, I was living in Oakland at the time. Yes. Um, and I was looking for a graphic designer. I decided I was going to start my brand. I decided I was going to do the real thing and just put it together. And Homie, Brittany. Hooked yes, me up good read. Brittany.
0: <laughs> Brittany Claypool. She was just on Have a Dope Day podcast. Yes. And she'll be on here next episode. Of
1: course. So fitting. <laughs> so fitting.
0: Yes. She hooked us up. You called me and guys, she was serious.
1: I was. She was ready to go. I was on the phone describing my hands are in the air and everything, trying to describe one, what natural wine was, what I was trying to do, even though I was still building the plane as I was trying to fly it. But re-understood me (laughs) and we were in that thing. Like we created something really great, and I love my logo. And now we're friends. Yep.
0: Yes. And you know what? That logo. Would not fly with a lot of people. Really? That option. Like I sat there for a minute like, oh, should I do this option? I was like, I don't know. It might be pushing it too much. And like it sat there on the side of my artboard like, "Mm, I'll mess with it later. And I did it and I was like, oh, well, just throw it in there. And that was the one that you loved. Yeah. And it was my favorite too, but like not all the time do people like to push it a little bit because it's not your normal
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember us getting together and you showed it to me. I was like, yep, it's that one. I love the fonts. I love the style, but something's missing. Remember, I was like, something's missing. I'm not sure what it is and had to think about it. And, I really want to symbolize the community, and I think that's kind of what we've built here. Yeah. Um, really, on um, you know, we are Sacramento, and with being back in Sacramento feels really good. So that ring around, and we'll have the logo so posted somewhere. In the I do we'll have to share it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that ring, that 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 ring, that when you have a great bottle of wine with friends, and you left it there on the table, you didn't have a coaster, <laughs> and you left the ring, and it was that that. that it symbolized, it just brought it all together.
0: It was doing that world thing without having to do the world.
1: Thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 that.
0: <laughs> I love that. So, why wine? Well, I've always and natural loved natural wine, wine yes. to be specific. Yes. yes, be yes. Specific. I have to get into that. I have to.
1: <laughs> so I've always loved wine. I, I love wine and wine tasting, you know, ever since kind of that, that it brought community together, right? It wasn't just the taste of the wine. It was like, hey, we're doing this together. We're, you know, we're getting cute. We're going wine tasting, or hey, I had a day girl, come over, let's have a glass of wine. Um, But then that's something also that can bring families together, um, bring groups together, Um, food, you know, being Filipino, you know, we love our food. (laughs) Um, So the food and the wine and everything just came hand in hand. But when I moved to the Bay Area from LA, I started um, going to some of the natural wineries and the natural wineries in Berkeley were just so cool. Like the culture of them,
0: it's almost kind of like underground. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You know, people wearing Birkenstocks and like ripped jeans going wine tasting, not like the whole like, button-up style of like Napa. And I was like, "What is this? I need to know more." <laughs> so there I was and learning so much. It was a community that was able to ask questions, learn about wine um, in a real way. And so taking that, I was like, "Wait, number one, this stuff tastes really good,
0: and I need to and know she's more." She's not lying. Every every <laughs> bottle she's given me, every can. She's given me has been delicious
1: (laughs) yeah it's just it it just opened up my eyes to this really um like playful unpredictability of wine um instead of just the you know a red wine tastes like this and it goes with only this and these are the pairings and I felt like that was a world that I could step into Mm -hmm. um not only enjoying wine getting to host and hang out with friends and explore new things um but to really make a difference. I mean, really culturally um, adding diversity um, and spreading what I know through formal wine education and casual wine education um, through the people that I know.
0: Yeah. uh, yeah. Just regular everyday people, because I know way more about natural wine than I never thought I would know. (laughs) Um, Great stuff. And I mean, honestly, ever since I started drinking natural wine, I can't drink the other stuff. Oh, it's so hard. It It is. is. (laughs) is. I've had some and I was like, why do I feel this way? And I was like, huh, I guess yes. that there is something about natural wine. So why is it better for you than... The old school way of doing it, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, conventional wine versus natural wine. So, natural wine is wine made with organically grown grapes. So, it starts there in the vineyard. Mm -hmm. Um, The more you tend to the vineyard and you care for it there, care for the crop there, the less you have to do to it in the cellar. Mm -hmm. So, take the organically grown grapes, Uh, no yeast is added in the fermentation process. It goes through a spontaneous or native yeast fermentation. And then through the winemaking process, Process, it's their minimal intervention is key, so more so hands off, letting the grapes do their thing. Um, and a lot of people don't know in conventional winemaking, there's about sixty approved additives by the FDA. And we all know our alcohol doesn't require all these crazy labels, so we don't know what's in there. I so actually that-
0: learned that on my little NPR thing Ooh, I told you about.
1: Yes, yes. I forget,
0: I, was- I need to tune into that. <laughs> yes, I have to. Yes. So I was listening to NPR the other day, and then. Natural wine came up. If I, I heard those two words together, I like f- scramble for my phone. Nadia, <laughs> you need you need to tune in now. Ninety point nine, because I am totally a public radio nerd. I love listening to public. Radio. I love it. And I you love learn that. random stuff like what you were just saying. The things that, about natural wine and all the things that can be added that yeah. are legal, but. But Maybe you should shouldn't be have. putting
1: that in our bodies. Yes. Hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, and at the end, um, there's minimal sulfur. So I think that's a big thing people hear about. I mean, sulfur is a naturally occurring um, substance in um, natural products, but um, there's no dosing of that mm-hmm. in there. Um, and so the wine you're drinking right now actually has nothing added it's to delicious. it at all. It's just organically grown grapes, um, fermented um, and doing its own thing. Um, so there's a lot of different wine brands. Luckily we live in, California, great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um where there's just so many people um you know pushing the envelope and doing something new with wine. And I just had the opportunity in 2020 when things were closed To drive around and meet people in the vineyards, um, in their cellars. Um, I wasn't going wine tasting like dressed up and cute. I was sometimes in my rain boots because I was walking through muddy vineyards to learn about the crop, Mm -hmm. learn about um, just cover crops, learn about organic farming. Um, So doing all of that work, I felt like man, how do I translate this in a creative way? How do I share what I'm learning? Because I love all of this stuff and I can't be the only one that's
0: interested in it. Well, because it's such an underground thing still. Like it's still new. It is. It's still like- what is this thing? So you yeah. get to be part of it from the like the beginning where yeah. people are super, super excited about it and don't really know about it. So you can really like show your passion for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the,
1: my favorite wine tasters are, are the people that my guests typically are clients are the ones that are like, I don't know anything about wine. And I'm like, perfect. Let's start here. Because if I could have skipped all this sulfur, mega purple, all the chemically driven wines and got here
0: already, man. That'd be so nice. Well, because you're Isn't starting nice? with Blank Slate. Yeah. Because that's kind of yeah. how you, with me, you're like, what kind <laughs> of mind do you like? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, this is what I do like, and this is what I don't like. So that's what I love about you. You come to you and be like, hey, I like this kind of stuff. I kind of like this. I like sweet. I like this. And then you come up with the perfect renditions. There yes. you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's see. What, what was my next question? So why did you keep going like what made you keep going when you could have easily stopped because you had the perfect excuse the world shut down around you and you're like you could have just been like okay I'll do it when things get better yeah so like why why keep going because you were also engaged yeah planning a wedding yeah and trying to move back to sacramento yeah a lot of
1: things man that was only all last year yeah a lot of things happened yeah uh it was i think it was really just like i didn't realize that i had created i i I end up speaking at one of my friends um diversity events uh, for the company a company she worked for and she said you know you've built this she introduced me and said you know you've built this digital community Mm -hmm. um and after i heard that i was like oh I did that. And I, <laughs> I actually, I didn't see it that way. I was seeing it as I was, you know, I'm sharing what I'm learning, documenting, kind of making a diary of what I'm learning. And, you know, hopefully people are interested and they want to learn about it too. And, you know, maybe people have questions and I was able to answer people's questions and all of that. And so then I realized I did build something. So you had to keep it going, right? I had to keep it going. <laughs> and then things started opening up and I could actually do events mm-hmm. with, with other people. And, and, from LA to Oakland to Sacramento and people were coming and they wanted to learn about wine and be part of something that just didn't exist before. I feel like, I mean, I know there's pockets of different, you know, like LA, New York, you know, there's movements of natural wine, but I think when I named my page and what I do nod wines, it was because this is how I'm doing it. Yeah. I don't know how anyone else is, you know, people are doing wine in their own ways. You know, they're using, you know, whimsical names and those are beautiful names for their companies. But I was like, you know what? It's me. It's just me. And I just (laughs) want to be me and wine. And I, when people are like, Oh, what do you want to do in the wine industry? Would you go, you know, into corporate wine? And I'm like, I don't know that I would. Like, I'm satisfied with the corporate job that I have in a whole different industry (laughs) holding down that nine to five. But with wine, I want
0: that to be me. Well, it's like your passion thing. Yeah. It's your, like, that makes you happy inside, like... It's, it's it the work that
1: feeds my soul yes. for sure, yeah. for sure. So right? you can go to
0: the corporate job and then, you know, at the end of the day, like, I get to go play.
1: Yeah, I, I get close to one the- laptop, open another, <laughs> and I get to kind of switch off. It's like morning and evenings I am, you know, Nod versus, mm. you know, Nadia um, on my corporate job, which I, I love. I love the community that I built there and I've been in, you know, the healthcare industry since I was 18. Um, but... You know, it doesn't feed my soul the way I found this to be. And yeah. I never thought of myself as a creative um until I just I don't know how it became when I stepped into these shoes when I was just doing it. You created it like, from nothing.
0: Oh, I'm here. It was just an idea. <laughs> Nod Wines was just an idea that you yeah. happen to tell to your friend Brittany. Yeah. And then she was like, And if you tell Brittany anything, yeah, she's not gonna let you oh, sit no. around and do nothing. You're right. You're right. You're right. One, she has all the context. And two, she's going to light that fire. Yes. And she's going to push you. Be like, let's go. Let's go. You said you were going to do it. Have you done anything? What are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we at? Yeah. She's not going to let you sleep. So you told her for a reason because you could have told anybody. That's true. I could have. Yeah. But you told her and telling her, like, I know I don't tell her stuff unless I know I'm serious (laughs) about it. (laughs) Because I know if I tell her stuff, it's going to have to be serious because she's going to be like, okay. Okay. Where's the plan? Time you you mentioned this thing. Why haven't you done anything about it? Right. So I'm lovely. I love that you make it yours, that it's your thing. Yeah. Unapologetically you, nobody else. Um, and you're not letting anybody come in and say, hey, you should do this.
1: Why don't right. you do that?
0: You should, Because you could. You could totally monetize the heck out of this. Yeah. Leave your corporate job and just do wine stuff all the time. Yeah.
1: You know, and maybe one day I will, when I kind of find that path and find what works for me in that balance. Um, but it's it's I guess it's also interesting being in the wine industry and learning about formal, you know, formally learning wine, which I love. And I think that's a great foundation for, you know, what I love to do. But also that underground world that, you know, I know it's starting to come up in certain cities, but kind of blending that together and then still putting my own spin on it. Right. Yeah. Um, i like to say that's my own blend. Um, of wine education and what I like to grow.
0: Well, what I will say is like when I think of wine, I think it's not really approachable right, for everybody. right? Like you got the like $8 bottle of wine that people are buying because it's $8 <laughs> and it's cheap. Right? right. And then you got the people that are like buying this bottle of wine because it was done in Italy at the right time when the harvest moon or whatever the th- right. thing may be. And right. you're just like, I don't know those people. I don't right. know, and then I don't know how to talk to those people, but you make it easy and you talk to everybody, which is nice because I don't feel like, oh, I don't know anything. When I listen to yours, I'm like, oh, okay. She's explaining it and I understand. Yeah, I actually understand this. I oh,
1: good, good, good. Because
0: I didn't know a lot about wine before I met you.
1: And you know what? I, I was talking with a friend about how there are so many barriers to wine. You know, I think every, you know, spirit or alcohol or any really niche, um, Um, Product has their own um, barriers, right? There's Mm -hmm. a language barrier, there is um, a cultural barrier, and I think wine definitely, especially being in California, we see that everywhere, right? There's a definite line between, you know, that two buck chuck that's at (laughs) Trader Joe's, that Carlo (laughs) Rossi, all the box things, and then there's, you know, that $85 bottle of wine that someone can't explain to you. Why it's $85, why it is coveted. And usually the people that buy it can't either. They're just like, oh, because it costs status. Yes. Yes, a status thing. And I really love the way I'm able to. Learn about wine, but also strip it down so that it kind of takes that away, becomes more approachable, and it can just be a wine that you're listening to the E40 verses
0: with your friend. Yes. Uh, That was one of my (laughs) first bottle of wines that I got from her, guys, was for the verses, for the Bay Area verses. And that was. Was it E40 and too short? Yes. Okay. Yes. It was E Fonzarelli. Yes.
1: Yeah. And that wine, I remember that one. I love that wine. And I drank it out of a mug. You can chill, you can drink it out of anything. Um, it was by two shepherds um, a winemaker in Sonoma who again another another winemaker who he works at a corporate job but decided you know I love wine and I want to do it my way. He only releases and makes wines that he wants to drink himself um, So they'll have a lighter they all have a lighter hand. They're all delicious. Um, And honestly, I had one of his wines at my wedding. But that wine, I specifically remember the one that you drank because I was like, you know what? You described to me, you love, you know, juicy, you like sweet, you're not very familiar with wine. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, you know what? She needs something without that tannin bitter taste. She needs something you should chill. I think it was summertime, maybe. Was it warm? Well, I was definitely
0: warm after I finished that we wine. We live here.
1: It's warm all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, after a little bit of wine, I get that uh, nice little Asian Real glow, flesh. like the red thing happening, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. I'm like, whoo-wee. So, um, yeah, I was definitely warm. I think it was. I don't know. We'll have to look yeah, back. when like, to look back. Whenever the E40 Versus was, that's right, when it was. Right, right. We'll scroll through Instagram. I was actually um, sitting on a beanbag drinking wine out of a, out of a <laughs> mug i think it was a tigger mug <laughs> with my best friend we're like in our pajamas watching I the love verses. That,
1: see and that can be the perfect pairing yes. versus okay this red wine has to be refined with a white tablecloth and a filet mignon in front of you. No. Right. Um I think I like to say that there's a wine for everyone. I can find a natural wine for anybody, even if they say they don't like wine. It's so funny um, I tell people that after
0: that first <laughs> bottle of wine I was sold and I tell people I was like dude go to her. Just tell her the kind of stuff you like she'll take care of you. Yeah. They're like what? And I was like just just do it. Just do it. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Those wines, I feel like there's there's something for everyone. And, you know, as as we were talking, it just popped into my head that I think even my idea of what I wanted to do in natural wine has evolved like probably three times since you and I have met. Oh, it's and definitely changed a few yeah, times. Yeah, it's evolved. It's changed because I think I was just really going with the flow. I don't have this. Someone asks, OK, what is your number one goal in, in the wine industry or as a creative? And I said, you know what? I'm still building this. I don't have this one ultimate goal to like. It was just to do it. That was your goal. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so as long as I'm, you know, sailing there and I'm doing it and I'm moving with what moves me, um, and using my connections and meeting more people and growing that community, I'm happy. And that's feeding my soul as a creative.
0: Oh, you have done so much. Actually, that's my next question. (laughs) So just talking about wine, you went from talking about wine. Now you're repping brands. You're traveling for wine. Yeah. And now a podcast starting next week. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it feel to be like thinking of that phone call three years ago now? Two years ago? Two, Two-ish, almost three. Yeah, yeah, almost three years ago. Like, in even just talking to Brittany, the idea of it, just whenever it popped in your head. And now you're looking back at this, being like, did you think this is where it would be at? Like, is this where? Like, just sitting back, what do you think? You know what's interesting is that I
1: remember when I first started meeting different winemakers in 2020, one of my good friends, Christy, which she will definitely be on my podcast, she said, you should start a podcast. She was like, I love you." Have you the talk voice. about wine. <laughs>
0: well, you have the voice for it, too, man. I could listen. <laughs> Can you just read, like, the brownie ingredients or whatever. Like, I could just sit there and be like, yep, mm-hmm. beautiful.
1: <laughs> she <laughs> said, oh, you, you should make a podcast. And I said, you know what? I feel like there's so many people you know, doing just podcasts about wine, I don't know the angle that I would take on it right now. So I don't feel right stepping into that space. I'm just going to keep, you know, doing what I'm doing, I'm exploring, mm-hmm. I'm learning. Um, I never thought I would go for a formal education in wine and get those, the WSET levels. I didn't think I was going to do that, but that came across, you know, the opportunity came across. I got two scholarships for that. And I said, you know what, I want to do that. And that's led for me to travel to Robles. I've traveled to South Africa through scholarships. She's left the country for and... <laughs> wine, guys,
0: for wine, for
1: a hobby too. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so all those opportunities opened up. And then, I mean, two years later, I take, you know, the roller coaster that is, um, I get married, I move, all the things happen. And now I'm like, you know what? I think it, it just felt right. It just, Following the trends of social media as a creator can be so daunting. Oh, it it's exhausting. Be, uh, it's oh exhausting. Oh my gosh. And so to have that as my main creative outlet, it got really exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know what? I want to do something in my voice, in my way, my voice, literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it just, and then we actually talked. It was, we, we had ice cream. A couple days after I got back from Portugal, yes, and that was like two months ago now. And that place was bomb, guys. It was so good. That's so me, so me? Is that was somi somi. Yes, somi somi. So you have to go back. Have you been it's there, so Mario? Somi somi.
0: Oh, we went there man yes. it was so good
1: <laughs> um, we went there we had the conversation you were telling me about the podcast and your podcast and
0: because I had this guy over here telling me I should do it so yeah, I was i like, okay. told talking
1: about Mario and I was like you know what like mm-hmm. maybe that's and I had been praying about it thinking about it, I mean on these long airplane flights staring out the window trying to figure out you know what's, what's next? next yeah um and what what exhausts me what is feeding into my energy still and what is not and I said you know what? Yeah, I, I thought about it, but I feel like when we talked, it just kind of clicked in a way that Sometimes I was like, you know
0: what, that might be, let me call Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you called him like the next week, I think.
1: Yeah, I did. Because he was I like, did. yo,
0: your wine friend hit me up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, for real? So I was like, nice. Because I never know. Like I give, I give my people's name out to people all the time.
1: Yeah. You never know if
0: they're actually going to reach out and like right. move on it. You know what I mean? So I knew giving you the name, I was like, yeah, she's going to do something with it. Maybe not not me next week. I didn't think it was going to be that fast. (laughs) But I definitely knew that you would do something with it because you were like, yeah, I need something different. I need something.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think in that mode, I was like, you know, I want to refresh myself. I need a different, I need to refresh, not wines. I just felt like, you know... you know, the reels are fun. Don't get me wrong. Doing reels and all that is so fun on social media, but I felt like everything that I was learning and I couldn't, you can't dive into it in reels. They're catchy. They're fun. It's so addicting to have, you know, like 4,000 views on that. It feels really good. But in terms of pouring into my community, what I what they originally got out of me in terms of um talking about wine sharing about wine education um tasting notes i remember tasting notes i used to write in 2020 were about you know this wine reminds me of you know red the red starburst a little dash of the I remember pink. that. I remember and, that. And you know, I was talking about things that I knew, right? And it goes great with pizza and tacos. Like yeah. the stuff I eat, the stuff the, the the tasting notes that would be recognizable. And so Because like you said,
0: not everybody's gonna be cooking this flame mignon for the dinner they're to go to the
1: bottom. They're not. And it took me forever to find the perfect pairing for chicken adobo, but I think I'm there. I think I think I found
0: it. I have <laughs> I have a recommendation for you. I think I told you about this before. You need to pair. Wine with goldfish crackers. Yes, you did say that. The yeah, various the different gold. cheeses yes. and everything. Like and that'll that. be like the mom wine pairing. Because yeah. like, I may around. or may not okay. have done that before. <laughs> 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 and cheese it or not cheese it. Fish the goldfish do go good. Do go good with wine because of the cheese and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah and they have the different different cheese but I think you would be better at it because you would actually like understand what needs to go with what I was just picking a wine and cheese cool why not and putting them together but you'll actually be like no this because there's like a million gold fish crackers there's so many now so you'd be like okay we're gonna do the parmesan ones I know a lot about goldfish crackers guys I got kids (laughs) so um you can pick all the different ones and like one. Yeah. It's, you Pairings. know, things
1: that, you know, that's when you open up your pantry, that's what you got. Right. No one has time to go pick out a beautiful charcuterie plate, you know. Um, oh, you should do that. You should
0: open up your fridge one day and be like, all right, we're pairing. Okay, this is what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Random pairing. Yeah. That'd be fun. That, that would, would be fun. Because. You never know. There'd be some random thing. You'd be like, all right, we're pairing it with pickles. You know
1: what? Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that sliced cucumber in my fridge that I need to
0: eat. But yes, exactly. Yeah. So (laughs) we're coming up with new ideas for the business, guys. On on the fly. On the fly. So how do you feel, though, sitting here looking back at all that work you've done? Because you've done a lot of work. And it's been a lot of it by yourself because there's not a lot of people you can be like, hey, how do you do this?
1: Yeah. And I... It feels good. It feels good, number one. And I just didn't think I would be here at all, right? Yeah. You know, I was, you know, on this track is like, okay, I went to college. I got a job right out of college. My internship hired me. I was a social worker for a couple of years, transitioned to working in hospitals, um, now work for a health plan. And, you know, I, I had my job. I had my job. I got to the certain status. This is this. You're checking in the boxes. Checking the boxes. i happy, mm-hmm. but... I guess I didn't realize what was missing until I did start nod wines, mm-hmm. right? And now even when I take breaks and you know, small hiatuses from creating, I don't you're still doing it. I still doing it. Mm-hmm. I can't find myself just walking away completely. There's nothing, I don't know. I just can't see myself like, yeah, I'm done with it.
0: Well, see, and that I'm means you got something it. good. Like if you're yeah. always wanting to do it, even when you're tired, even when you're frustrated with the social media stuff or whatever, you're still yeah. like, I still want to do this. Yeah. Like even on my worst days, I still want to wake up and do the stuff I'm doing. I would right. rather be doing this than 95% of the stuff out there. All the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel
1: like I still get to, I still have that motivation, even though I'm like, oh, that'd be, I'm trying to take a break and
0: I'm like, oh, that's a good idea for that. Or, oh, I, I hate should that. try that. I'm or, supposed <laughs> to be like turning my brain off and then like all these ideas start coming in. I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be taking a break. Okay. Let me just write it down real quick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It gets, uh, it's, it's. I think I've found a better balance of it now. I think, of course, it felt all consuming, like, oh my God, this is all I want to do. I can't, you know, forget everything else. Uh, But now I think I've found a balance in it that it feels like a treat to create mm-hmm. um and almost like a reward after okay I get to, I get to work I have all these other responsibilities and stuff that fulfill me but this is for my soul yeah. there's nothing like this and um even being able to pivot from mainly everything on social media to okay I'm starting my podcast now the that in feels person good to be able it. to yeah in person events um doing private tastings um and people's homes and doing mm-hmm. public events all of that It feels good to be able to reinvent and still evolve. And it's almost like, you know, if you want to compare it to corporate life, it's like I gave myself my own promotions. Yes. Right. Yeah. I get to rewrite my job description. And there's that that joy in it.
0: Well, that's that's what that's like that drug that all entrepreneurs yeah. Once you get that feeling, you ain't going back for nothing else. Right. Once you're able to do your own stuff, sign your own checks, make your own money, make your own way, do whatever it is you want to do with your time. Call the shots. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I want this all the time. Yeah. And that's it's a, a big drug for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I know serial entrepreneurs. I know lots of folks that just, that's what they do, and they'll never go back. Right. Yeah. Right, and you know, again, going through the
1: channels that I did, I never thought that that would be me. I see people doing it. Like, I've known Brittany since high school. And school, Brittany's been hustling right? since the day she was born. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I see that, and I always thought of myself as uh, far, far from that, right. i removed from that. I see creators and I always thought creators were folks that, you know, took beautiful pictures, um, could paint, could create things in that way with their hands. Mm -hmm. And I never thought that, I'm like, I can't draw, I can barely color. Um, I never thought that that was me, but I didn't realize that my love of writing, um, my appreciation of experiences and people folding that all together, that's its own form of creating in itself. And I, I didn't realize that until I was doing it. Well, and
0: plus you're opening up a whole new world to a lot of folks that never knew this stuff. Right. I'm. I'm sure we could ask a lot of people that you've talked to, and be, they'd be like, "I've never knew anything about wines, and now I'm a natural wine person." <laughs> like, I, I for real. Like, if I go get some wines, I'm like, mm, "No, nah, I'm okay." Like, that's not. The th- I know that's not the natural wines. Right. I know that's not the stuff. Like, mm, I'm good. And I mean, this stuff is good though. This and this is the company that's been.
1: Yeah. So this company, I work with Sans Wine Co. Mm. Um, they do natural wine in a can. Um, these are their natural wine spritzers. Um, the Rouge is sold out. The Blanc is still available. I mean, it sips like a beer, really. It's that chillin' on Sunday, you know, Sunday football. Um, it goes great with lumpia, by oh, the way. Oh, that Anything would fried, be. Anything really, fried. I see so, that. So good. So good. Um, but... Again, they were a company that reinvented themselves and did something different and steps outside of the box. And that's why I'm happy to partner with them and, and what they stand for. You know, I don't see myself partnering with, you know, the big conglomerates, um, of Napa, the 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 nine ninety nine bottles you see at Safeway, yeah. right? They don't have the values um, and the artisanal value that I look for yeah. in the wines that I pair with. So that's why you know people are like, oh, you could do this, you could do this. You, uh, what do you where do you go with Napa and all of that? And I said, you know, what? there's a certain niche in wine that I stick to because of the values and. The culture, like it just vibes with me and I can vibe back with it and have my hand in creating it instead of stepping into something really stuffy. And it's already Um, been made and they want you to follow this different thing. You need to make your new thing.
0: Yeah. You can write your own story.
1: Exactly. And I think, especially the winemakers that I meet with and I talk with and, you know, they're creators in themselves, right? Some of them are on their second career. Some of them have evolved in their art of winemaking to be more natural, to strip down, to take it back to how wine was made back in the day. And so that I just, yeah, there's more and more. uh, Wine is also one of those things that you can never know everything. And Um, so I just never get bored.
0: I love it. (laughs) Well, I really like how you make it accessible and you make it where I can understand and I'm not looking at you like, I need to look up all these words you just said because <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. Even if you do use a big word, you're like, "Okay, this is what it means. But I'll like, write it down. yes, yeah. but not in a way that's like
1: pretentious. Yeah. It can be demeaning. It can yeah. feel demeaning. And I think it, as much as I've learned about wine, like I can definitely talk, you know, the big fancy words um, if I'm in that in that space. But when I write about wine or I talk about it in social media captions or blogs or whatever, like I'm writing about it in a way, not, not even using the fancy words that I know. I'm not using that language on purpose mm-hmm. unless I'm explaining it because my audience... My audience is not the people that already
0: know this stuff. So like, what is your audience? Have you looked at your like audience? What is your like main? Yeah. Folks?
1: Yeah. My main folks are folks between like 25 and 35. Um, Surprisingly, like New York and LA, I have really big audiences. That's why I'm like, you know what? i need to start acting like, I live in Sacramento
0: and like be in here and meet more people here. Well, um, I think with the podcast, you're going to start like <laughs> meeting more folks out here. Yeah. And now that you know Mario too, Mario will start like spreading yeah, you around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. Demographic, I think of you look at the new generation of wine drinkers, right? Like the baby boomers, they're Definitely, it's a different demographic, right? They love those big California cabs, those buttery, oaky Chardonnays from, you know, Napa. and It has to be from Napa. Right, because everything exploded in Napa in the 80s and early 90s and those white Zinfandales that were like always in the fridge that my dad drank but didn't really and they were just sitting there. (laughs) Um, But there's like this whole new world of like, you know, millennials and um, even younger um, wine drinkers that just... They want something different. Not well, you only. want
0: wine that you can put in a can and put in your purse and take it right. to the beach. Exactly. Or the movies. Yep. or <laughs> Yes. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> it fits really oh. nice in the cup holders. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I go to the movies by myself a lot. I, 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 I date myself. Yes. So I go to the movies like at least once a week. Oh, perfect. So.
1: Hmm. Yeah, the larger cans that I have also are two glasses of wine, so it's almost perfect for a movie, you know? Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Hmm. Yeah. Delta Shores <laughs> don't
0: check my purse. <laughs> so, I love this. I love how far you've come, because I've I saw from the beginning. So yeah, you have really you. put in some work. Not just in the wine stuff, in the business stuff, but you also had a lot of big moments personally yeah you not only got married yeah you also moved back home technically yeah move back to your hometown yeah um what was it like doing all that because you went from the bay area yeah to moving back to elk grove yeah moving back close to your parents which you have a good relationship with your parents so that's yeah that's fine but just doing all that stuff all these life changes How's it feeling?
1: Honestly, so many things happened in 2021 that I'm like, whoa, that was all the same year. Like, so we got engaged June, 2020. I feel like that was at the beginning of my social media journey. And I remember posting it and I'm like, I didn't realize I'm at- I posted it like just a lot of excitement and posted it like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I didn't realize all the support and so many people wanted to follow my story and our story and ask questions about the dogs. And, you know, all so many things happened that I'm like, oh, OK, like that was almost, that was really motivating and felt like I wasn't alone. In and they're more interested than we, you, not just the information. Yeah. Yeah. And that helped, that helped push everything along. I felt like that was motivating in itself that there were so many people that were invested and interested in asking questions and not only about the wine, but you know, about a lot of people had to Weddings that were, you know, um, that were put off during the pandemic. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. So, so many questions about that. So, building community over not just wine, but what was going on in my life was really fun. Um, I think I just kept saying, I'm just sharing my journey. That's all I'm doing. Right. I can only, I remember at the time too, for a little bit, I wasn't even drinking that much wine because I was planning a wedding and moving and all these things that that's what I was sharing about. Like I can't fake the funk. I'm not posting about something I'm not doing. So I posted about, you know, choosing wines for that. Um, and my dad went wine tasting in Amador and someone was like, oh, are you, are you not his dad? And my dad was like, yeah, these people knew you. And I was like, who? <laughs> and, but then again, he was like, he told me their names and I'm like, oh yeah, the Turley family. I know exactly who they are. You know, they have winery in, up in Amador, but they recognized him from social media, That's which was really so sweet.
0: funny. So your yes. dad's like, oh my daughter's a like, celebrity. Oh, he
1: was like, oh. So is this why you get the free wine that you give me? <laughs> like he's very interested in it.
0: <laughs> he's seeing the perks. He's like, oh,
1: can yeah. I throw? I can throw her name around he's like, now. Oh, so all these pictures you have to take at my house. This is what's happening. Uh, but there was that. I mean, Willie, my husband, so supportive. I, I was going to ask, what does he think about all this social media? ness so supportive. Even especially the times where I'm like, oh, I'm sick of this. I, you know, I just I need to take a break. And he was like, I mean, people are going to ask. People are wondering, like, what's going on. Like just, even if you're not posting about wine or something profound or something to celebrate, post, Mm -hmm. share. Um, I mean, he has colleagues, like he's an attorney. He has colleagues in Oakland, Alameda, that they ask about me and what I'm doing and they drink natural wine now and all these things. It's really cool to see. Um, But. I think everyone's been really supportive. I think it's just when we decided to move to Sacramento, we moved to Sacramento 20 days before the wedding.
0: I know it was that like, was
1: wild. It was a quick, fast, and a hurry. Like it was a lot going on. It was just time to leave Oakland. And we're like, you know what? I don't want to move. Instead of finding renters after the holidays, we have our honeymoon. I was like, let's just do it now. Let's just see if we can find renters now and see it happens so quick. Um Well, that was a bet that you took. It was a bet. You know, it was a bet. And are you glad you did it that way, though? Yes, looking back, I'm so happy we did it that way because we got married. We moved October 24th, so almost a year now. I know we moved, and then we got married. We went to Spain for our honeymoon, which was beautiful, and then came back to put up our Christmas tree and get settled and do the holidays. And then 2022 started, and
0: you were on the road like nonstop since it's honestly
1: like 2022. I didn't realize how many trips I would go because not not all of these were planned. Some of yeah. them were opportunities that came up in wine. Um, some were just really good deals on plane tickets, so we're like, we have to pull the trigger. And some were just outside of wine opportunities of a lifetime that I just have to take. Yeah, um, and those were because why not? Yeah, yep. bets we had to take. I mean, there's sometimes there's no there's no time like the present. I just couldn't yes. say no to certain things. Um, and thankfully, I have you know, Willie, I have my job, I have my everyone that's really supportive that helps keep the engine going. Like, I can't do this by myself. It just, it you doesn't You definitely happen. need those people. You need yeah. those people
0: to just fan the flame for those days when you're just like, F all this, yeah. I'm done. I never want to see social media ever again. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And then you need somebody to be like, it's okay. Why don't, like your, your husband, just just post something. It doesn't yeah. have to be about wine.
1: Yeah. And I think even, even you, I feel like even the days that I'm like oh, I don't want to post. I could put something up and either maybe I'll get a text from you or a DM or a comment. And it just, it feels good, right? To have other creators because they get it. I know you get it. And so to have other creators supporting you and um, being in your corner, um, I can almost feel it too. When I see other, like either other um, wine influencers or just other creatives that I'm like, oh, I could tell they weren't feeling it today either. (laughs) But let me comment on their stuff. Let me like their stuff. Let me show them that like, hey, that's a high five. It's a fist bump. Like, I'm here for you because I know you're here for me when I'm not feeling
0: it. Well, and plus like when you know the backstory of whatever's going on in their life and you know they're still showing up. So you're like, let me just show them some more love because I know it took everything to yeah. pull that together. Or yeah. when they nail something. My friend posted a a reel she made and the transition was like, butter. Oh, was it with... Um, Janelle's her I, little yes, like step yes. one that she yes. did. Yes. That yes. was so good. I saw that today. I was like, girl. <laughs> that was, I, I DM'd Teach her. Right? I DM'd her, but then I was like, no, I know if I comment, it will also give her better right. views and stuff. So I was like, I went over there and I said it over there too. But I was like, yes, you got to let people know they're doing good because you never know. They might be having a shitty day and your yeah. little thumbs up or your little keep it going or I love your whatever can do so much. It does. Yeah. It does. It just, yeah. fan, like you said, fans of the flame keeps you going. For sure. Um. So with Willie, does he like want to be – part of it or is he just like that's your thing I'll be over here call me when you need me
1: so I guess just like with everything in a relationship it's like he's involved as much as I want him to be Mm -hmm. right because he's like it's your thing I know it's your thing but if you want me there I'm there I want to be there so a lot of like almost actually some of the the picture that's going to my artwork for the podcast he took that picture well
0: look at him um
1: and like sometimes we'll go it But I I know sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm on Pinterest. Okay, this is how I'm going to pose. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I save money. This is what I'm going to pose. This is what I'm going to do. But I need him to stand here and do this picture. Like he's taken some amazing pictures for me. Um, Honestly, he is better at smelling wine and picking up tasting notes than me. Hmm. Like there's a wine that when I was, I remember we were, I was studying and it was a certain wine and it was a cab and they're like, oh, it, some of them have a, a mint smell in the back in, in 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 the back notes. And I was like, I don't smell it. I remember like trying so hard. He was like, You're yeah, like trying okay. to
0: will it like into your head, like, no, yeah, I smell Maybe it's
1: it. No, I Maybe it's there. Maybe I just make it up. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's almost like a peppermint patty, right? Mm-hmm. And for him, he doesn't like peppermint patties. But for him, he remembered that smell. And that's what he got to. He's like, yeah, I know I smell it. I mean, there's some where he's like, oh, this reminds me of like a blue raspberry. And I'm like, yeah, because that's, that's not a real flavor, but it's something we've grown up with. We yeah. get it. So he's really good about, you know, creating tasting notes or, um, you know, middle of the night or when we're supposed to be going to bed. And I'm like, Oh, I have another
0: idea. So you can bounce stuff right? off of him. Like exactly. He's just yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's always been a great listener and I'm the talker and that's how it's been. So it's, it, it works yeah. in this entrepreneur spirit and um, being a creative. And I think it also makes him more creative too.
0: Oh yeah. You get to like, he gets to do something that he doesn't get to do at work. Right. It's working Very some different. new part of his brain. It's, you know, it's good for him yeah and definitely. I laugh at the photo thing because my daughter <laughs> she <laughs> pays my son to take pictures and he's gotten pretty good at taking pictures wow. because you know for like the yeah you know, she's 16 her social yeah she, yeah she needs to keep pictures and stuff you know so <laughs> we went to LA and he she paid him like 10 bucks for the whole weekend that is so funny so like every time I ask for pictures DJ you can't complain like i'm paying you <laughs> yeah that's but, pretty good but he's pretty good though He's like, he's got those angles down he knows <laughs> he'll get a couple extra like ridiculous ones just because he's a little brother but right that's awesome that he helps you out yeah i love yeah. that that's so supportive and your mom and your dad are they helping out too are they natural wine like connoisseurs now you know what's funny is my mom doesn't typically doesn't drink okay. she's never really
1: drank um but we'll take them wine tasting all the time. Like there's a winery, the end of nowhere. Um, it's an Amador mm-hmm. and we went wine tasting last summer. And I remember my mom was like, Oh, I really want that pineapple wine, that pineapple wine. I was like, all of these wines are made out of grapes. What is she talking about? Yeah. Um, it was actually an orange wine, which is a skin contact white wine, mm-hmm that she really liked and because it was made naturally from these grapes in this warm climate, it exuberated a lot of like pineapple tropical notes. Mm. And the fact that she called it pineapple wine was so funny to me. Um, that's when she wanted. So she identifies certain wines with, you know, and she's a sweet wine drinker if she drinks
0: anything. She's like, nope, I want the sweet stuff. Only
1: sweet stuff. But all of the wines that I have given her to drink, um, to try, they're all fermented dry, meaning that means there's no sweetness at all. Um, but the juicy notes from the the natural fruit is what's registering in her mind is sweet. So she's getting that sweetness without getting the sweetness. Exactly. And there's so many wine drinkers like that. Um, that I think working with my mom in that way has helped me become better at what I do too.
0: Yeah, well, because you're getting a different look at it. Right. Somebody that doesn't drink a lot, mm-hmm. an older palate too. Yeah. Older generation, so you're going to get a whole different kind of look at just wine, period. Wine in general, yeah.
1: right, right. And then my dad, he, you know, has always drink like, red, you know, red wine, right? Whether that's a blend, whether that's a cab. Um, but, you know, everything, you know, under 15 99 range, you know, he just kind of picks up what he likes. He, and he, so, he likes what he likes, but he's not going to spend too much. Right. <laughs> but he also won't turn down anything else if you offer him something else. So in that way, it's really fun to like talk to my dad as well about wine because he's like, hey, He likes what he likes, and he's like, what is this? That wine's orange. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I explain this to somebody that knows wine but doesn't know these types of wines at all? Because this is new. Because it's completely new. So that gives me practice on how to, you know, speak this language of wine and how to reach other audience
0: besides the 25 to 35-year-old range, right? Well, yeah, Uh, and and those people want to know about it too. Mm -hmm. And it's just their – A little bit more stubborn, and they're set in their ways. Yeah, and so you're telling them something new, and the and then I know a lot of that older generation when it comes to like organic and natural, they're like, oh my god, rolling their eyes, like whatever. Yeah, but they're your parents, so they're going to be a little bit more patient with listening to you about this stuff. So. Yeah.
1: And they learn and they listen. And I have friends of all ages really that I think it's really cool to be able to all ages and backgrounds and ethnicities that you're. Able, I'm able to talk to them about wine um, in a different way from a food point of reference. Cause mm-hmm. I love food too. So talking to people, you know, through the food reference, um, talking to people um, that maybe don't drink wine at all. Yeah. Right? But there's something for you. There's yeah. something for you and it doesn't have to taste like wine. People are like, I don't like wines that taste like wine. I'm like, you know what? I know exactly what you mean though.
0: Well, like this one doesn't <laughs> taste like wine. Right. I wouldn't, like if I would, this had no label on it and I started drinking it, it would just be like a, like a seltzer kind of. Yeah. Almost like that. It doesn't taste like what I think
1: right. of wine. Wine should be tastes like yes, exactly that yes, bitter yes. feeling in your mouth that all of those tannins and you know you can love red wine and not get any of that tannin bitter feeling at all yeah and like there's there's just so much to discover but when the world is when the world is so closed off to other palates mm-hmm. you know wine notes and the wine world is written towards a, a white you know european male palate and so and not everybody likes those tastes no, no. <laughs> or we you want
0: different things. We you want, want different try-
1: things. We want to know what pairs with like collard greens. I mean, you know, collard greens with mac and cheese. What's gonna go with pizza, tacos? Like, what am I? Mm. Lumpia. What am I eating? That's for real. That I don't have to button up and bring out the nice
0: bottle of wine. Like, the nice bottle of wine can like go with everything. I want to be sitting here in my robe with my <laughs> lumpia on the on the paper plate eating my. And drinking my wine. And yeah, heavy. out of the red Solo cup. Yes. Well, no, I, I'm still going to go with my Tigger cup. I think that's <laughs> like my best one. <laughs> I think that's better than the Solo cup. Solo cup's good though. Yes. That's a good one. Always a good go-to. Are there any future plans that you see, other than the podcast, because we have the podcast coming up, Yeah. But other things that you're like, yes, this is what I want to do with it. I mean, you kind of, like you said, you've been riding the wave, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think. Mainly right now, the podcast, um, getting to know people in Sacramento more. When I look at my analytics and realize how little followers I have in Sacramento, I'm like, I've been here a year. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. But I, I've been traveling, I've been kind of all over. You've been busy. So many people. But I'm like, I think my goal for this next year is to be home and be here and meet more people, network, um, grow the following in wine. I know like here in Sacramento, we have like three natural wine bars that have opened up in the past year and they're all great. But the demographic I'm seeing in those wine bars look a lot like the Bay area, Mm. or they look like, you know, other places I've been when I'm like, Sacramento looks a lot different than those places, right? Sacramento. I want those places and, and, and the natural wine drinkers to be reflective of what people look like in Sacramento. And if I can have my, you know, footprint on that, like that would be amazing. Yes. Um, yes. You have, you have a few events coming up, right? Too. I do? I do. Yeah. Um, for those listening, I guess to this, like, Pretty recently, or pre- upcoming, um October
0: twentieth, yes. um, October eighth. Um, this will come up some... after October eighth, but yeah. I'm going to share on, on my Instagram oh, for that. Perfect. I have shared yeah. about it. The Savvy
1: yes. Coffee Bar, Savvy Coffee Bar, um, we're celebrating Filipino Heritage Month, so I'm going to be pouring some wines that pair with um, some of my favorite Filipino foods mm-hmm. and educating about, you know, what makes a good pairing. Yeah. So, and I know wine isn't typically associated
0: with Filipino foods and culture but it can be
1: <laughs> I, I I
0: you know what cuz I trust you like there's certain people that I trust with whatever they give me I'll eat it you yeah. are one of them so like if you give me some wine I'm going to drink it because I trust that you Know what you're doing? Yeah, I try, I try. Because <laughs> Janelle's another one, my best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't let people just put food in my face and like I eat it. Nope, I'm usually like no, yeah, no, no no let's, no, no, let's take a look at this. But first. she she does it. I'm like okay, whatever. Because she knows me. She knows that she's not gonna give me something weird. Yeah, she's gonna give me something. She knows my line. Right. So she's just <laughs> putting in my face. I'll eat it. Same with your wine. If you give it to me, I want to drink it because I know it's going to be something that I like.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I love that. As long as I can build trust with folks that they trust my recommendations and are willing to dive in and try something new, even if it's nothing like they thought or nothing, it doesn't look like a wine that they've drank before. doesn't come in this typical packaging of wine um, I you know trust me and I'll kind of guide you through and I think all it's like I've done the research for you I know it's not easy to find natural wines yeah like you know you don't just walk in a Safeway and there's well, a natural I mean, wine just aisle. just walking into it. the
0: wine aisle now just right. with wines as it is now you walk into the wine aisle and you're like where do I go? What, What's uh, a pretty
1: pretty label and picture? You know, I I always think about me and how I approach wine and always did that I'm like, no, like I remember that experience and I want to, you know, I, I want to clear that up for folks. Yeah. You know, whether that's looking at a wine list, whether that is walking into um, a store that maybe isn't marked a natural wine store, but how do I pick the best wine for me yeah. within the price range that feels comfortable for me to take a risk on? Because it's such I a know. range
0: for- yeah. Natural wine, wine, period. Like we talked about, there's the two buck check, and then there's the 90 bottle yeah. bottle stuff that people drink because they want to be fancy. Right, right. And so you walk in there, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm just going to go for the price range. Like your dad
1: $15, yeah. that's my it's price like, range. This one
0: looks good. It's not too high, not too low on the shelf. Yes. Like, yeah. And I am a big one that buys because of the label. I mean, I get it. <laughs> you're a graphic designer. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's pretty. I have been let down a couple times. Sometimes are good, but sometimes right. it's like, ooh, terrible, terrible idea. Right. I mean, but they got you with marketing. And the right? design. I'm like, damn, <laughs> got me. Or they get people with the cheap wine or, you know, right. they just throw a bunch of stuff at you and just be like, let's confuse people. That's, that's a big thing with market stuff. All the confusion, like, let's just confuse people and then they just buy... Right. Right. The
1: sale happened. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, I hope that through my podcast and through my content coming up that I'm able to, you know, get away. I, I love sharing the experiences that I've had in wine, but kind of tying that to a lesson that people can take away. Like, not just like, oh, great. You know, she went here to taste wine. That looks great. But also like, oh, and from here I learned to, you know, take it back home. Yeah, like everything. I think that's going to be my theme for the upcoming year. It's going to be home. Kind of, how can I take that experience that happened here and bring it back home and deliver something that is relatable and something that people can use. Yeah, I want useful information to be coming out of Nod Wines.
0: Yes. Well, I, I mean, I already know. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Nod Wines. So I am already gonna say that. Yes, you know a lot, and you make people feel comfortable. I don't feel stupid when I talk about wines. I'm like, yeah, natural wines are great. And and whenever I see anything related to natural wines, I'm contacting you and sending you the information. Like I didn't know about the bottle thing. I had no idea that bottles were so Yeah, and bad a lot for the of
1: glasses is not recyclable like we think it is. We throw it in our recycle bin thinking it is, but it's it's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or people yeah. just don't recycle anyway, so yeah. but Oh gosh, yeah. The random yeah. things I learned because I wouldn't have paid attention to natural wines. If that would have come up on my timeline two years ago, I would have been like, whatever. You're like, where'd this come from? Keep scrolling. Because I remember that when you first came to me, I was like, natural wines. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know what this is. And when I don't know something and I'm doing it for a client, I don't want to just like take stabs in the dark at stuff. Right. So I'm like, let me learn about it. And that's when you told me about the orange. I remember I remember writing it down, the orange wine. And I was like, that's Right, and I was like, "But I like that." So, like, I just did a deep dive and was like, Google search natural wine, and start finding stuff, and it's a crazy world.
1: And that's how we chose the colors too for my yep. logo too, mm-hmm. because I wanted to pick, pull the orange wine because that was unusual in the natural wine world, and then the magenta color that, you know, those are two colors in natural wine that are very real, but people usually associate that, you know, pale yellow and that really dark plum color with wine. And I wanted to show that those colors, you brought that alive for me, which I I love and appreciate. And I think
0: it matches your personality too. It's not, it's like bright and, you know, spunky and like... (laughs) I hate that word, "spunky," but that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Like it gives your it gives the vibe of you. It's not just like sticky, nose up right. wine stu- label thing. Yeah, yeah. And that
1: doesn't look. It doesn't. It doesn't look like other other logos in wine, and that's okay with me. Yes. and I wanted it to be that way,
0: and I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so talking about all these bets, now looking back mm-hmm. at all these things that you've done. What are some, like, words of advice you would pass on to anybody that's, like, willing to, like, hey, I'm betting on myself. We're going all in. Because you went in. So, like, what, now looking back, if you give people some tips to help them, you know, cut some corners. Honestly, just, I'd say just
1: do it. Like, it sounds so, like, you know, typical (laughs) and Nike and all that. But I, I didn't know what I was doing until I was doing it. And people are like, "Oh, you're so great at branding. You're so good at this, and all these things." And I'm like, "Honestly, I taught myself by doing it." Yeah. Um. So when I when talk about, I have friends starting businesses, and I'm like, "Oh, can you help me with my brand image and things like that?" And I'm like, "Oh, you think I know that stuff?" Right. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I guess I can add that to my services." Um. Uh, but it's it just just do it. I mean, because you you can, it's totally possible to learn something new and reinvent yourself. I didn't think that this was, I didn't know I was doing what I was doing until I was doing it. Yeah. Right. And so that is like someone just, if you, that's something that you feel like doing it, just jump in, try it out. And you know, if it doesn't work out or if you're not that into it, you just move on to the next thing. Yes, Like I've had, and these are things I haven't even shared on social media, three different ideas for what I wanted nod wines to be. And that's evolved. And I wouldn't say, oh, I gave up on that idea or things that I wouldn't even label it as that. I would just say I evolved. I did more research. I decided, hey, that wasn't for me. Um, but I like what you said earlier, you went with the wave,
0: you went yeah, with the flow,
1: like it was not, that's
0: not the way I was supposed to go. The water said, I need to go I this think
1: way. Exactly. I'm <laughs> such a believer in things are the way, you know, they 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 things um, will work out the way they're supposed to. Um, you have to trust yourself. I think that was the biggest thing. I trusted myself mm-hmm. and I just went with it. Right. Yeah. And then I just stayed me. I wasn't trying. There were so many other, there's so many cool wine influencers out there that I'm like, oh, I want to do that or I should do that. But it you just get t- caught up in those things. It's it's easy to compare. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a world that that's, that's what it is. And right? plus then you see those
0: people that have like 10,000
1: views or whatever. Right? So you're like, oh, I need to do that. I need to do something like that or work with those types of brands and things like that. And I just kind of stuck to being me who I wanted to work with um, and then I had fun with it. When it didn't feel fun, that's when I take my break yeah that's I take my breaks and then reevaluate and then sometimes I evolve from there sometimes it I come back and I'm, I feel the same but I think just making sure I'm paying attention to where my soul's at in it that keeps me going
0: yeah but the reevaluation the like okay am I still loving this yeah or what can I do to change it so I still love it yeah or what's making me what's draining me and like you said social media was draining me. so yeah would you say, okay, let's figure out something else I can do that. I can still do this, but not have to worry about the social media beast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is. It is. And you know, I plan to still be on social media and promote different projects through there, but instead of it being this algorithm that I'm chasing every day and almost every morning and you get caught up in like checking your likes all the time and I'm yes. like why am I are looking at my phone <laughs> and your views and you're like you're almost like your mood can be swayed by one way or another because you're like man I poured all that time into that and that's all that happened? That's all that <laughs> I did all that work
0: and nobody's looking at it. Right.
1: right. And then you can, like sit
0: in the room and you're just like oh I'm so sad. Right. And then well, for what? Just, for what? For what? Because yeah. you could, of all the, when you say just do it and people are scared to do things because they're like well so and so is not nobody's doing that or there's a million people doing that or whatever the case may be. So? yeah, And people do some weird shit yeah. on, on social media. I mean, ASMR, I never knew that was a thing until social media, <laughs> right? Like nobody knew that was like a... Like people like this kind of stuff. I knew that I did like certain sounds of things, but I didn't right. know that there was that actual thing for it. And now it's like blown up. There's so many. They, I
1: think like I was just talking to one of my friends. I was like, okay, we're not we're not 25 anymore and in the club like that. But we can create our own communities. Yes. now. And that's where we feel comfortable. That's where we can be ourselves. And it's just a beautiful space to be into because we're not at the club conforming to like you know whatever whatever music is playing. We're creating Got our own. Wearing the flyest fit. <laughs> right. No. You Free and in those little dresses and heels and, you know, we're, we're creating our own, you know, vibing how we want to vibe to and creating the music that we want to create. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Make, making our own club. Yeah. Instead of going to somebody else's club, we're exactly. our own club and invite only who we want to invite. Exactly. And, you know, I feel like you create it and people
1: will come. People yeah. will come and you'll figure out when it's time to pivot, when it's time to... Grow, kind of open up your niche. Like I I think it it comes to you. I'm such I have a big faith um that things work out the way they're supposed to. Well yeah,
0: because sometimes things are canceled. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's not gonna happen. And you're like, oh, I'm so set on that. And then there's a reason why it didn't happen. Exactly. You're like, oh, and then you don't see it until until you're in the middle of it. And you're like, oh, that's why I didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. Or that's why I failed over there because I was supposed to be doing this over here. Right. Or when you keep doing something and like the world keeps telling you to go the other way and you're like, but I want to go this way. And the world's like, no, I want you to do it this way. Right. So you're good. You are good about going with the flow and not fighting it.
1: I try you know it's funny I think that in the bigger picture of everything I'm such I I I love going with the flow I think I'm really good at that when but like my day-to-day I'm such like a calendar schedule person and like oh we're gonna do this and that and this is next that keeps me moving day-to-day and kind of balancing the juggle of like the work and life and making sure you know um pieces of my life are fed you know well your responsibilities are taken care of so you can do the fun things exactly so in the bigger scheme of things that's when I go with the flow
0: because that's life yeah Yeah, because especially in the last couple of years, if you can't learn how to go with the flow yet, then you're going to have some rough years ahead. Right. Well, I think that's wrapping it up. I mean, anything else? Well, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, of course, folks. Uh, Follow me on
1: Instagram, Nod Wines. That's N-A-D-W-I-N-E-S. All the updates are there. Um, Podcasts coming out um, later in October. Um, I'm on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And see
0: us on October 20th for the Retober Fest. She's going to be pouring some wines. But yeah, since we're on a social media tip, you can find this podcast on Instagram. So go follow over there, the Remix Podcast. Um, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the ways that you can listen to podcasts. Want to be on the show? Slide into the DMs or hit me up at remixpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Last, but certainly not least, this podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and The Loft.